are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, San Antonio Spurs writer. Glad to have you back. Hope your Tuesday is going well. It's going bittersweet for the, uh, it's pretty much the Spurs fan base. They got the win versus Washington. Hard-fought game uh, in overtime, but it was very costly as uh, Derek White uh, went down in the third quarter with a very bad-looking ankle sprain. We're going to be talking about what happened in that Wizards game and then get into the impact and the ramifications of the Spurs possibly losing White for an extended period of time. To do that and more, I'm joined by Joe Garcia. He is a host of Two Shots Podcast. He's also just coming off celebrating his 100th episode at Two Shots. Uh, Joe, I have not been able to congratulate you on 100 episodes that were at Two Shots on Lockdown Spurs. So right here on Lockdown Spurs, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And you know what? It was a great show. We had a lot of fun when we recorded the 100th episode of Two Shots Podcast. You were there as a a guest as long as well as pledger and some of the other uh, familiar faces yep. that have been here for the long haul. So it was a lot of fun. If, if everybody has a chance, make sure you go and check it out. It's up on our, on anchor and everywhere else. Just look up two shots podcast. Yep. And so, and also follow Joe on Twitter at two shots podcast. So Joe, let's uh, quickly look at what happened between the Spurs and wizards before we dive into the uh, heart of the show with that being Derek white. Look, my, my first takeaway is this, a, the Spurs survived, uh, you know, going up against two of the best guards in the league, let alone the Eastern Conference, and Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, who recorded a double-double. Not too surprising. But, Joe, you like the poise the Spurs showed when the game got tough, when the game was going into overtime, that final frame. They didn't wilt. They headed into overtime and got the job done. Not too bad for a team, Joe. Not too bad. It shows you that they're getting a little bit better here. You know, they're not folding under pressure, starting to figure some things out. And I mean, this this was not a blowout by any means. I mean, this was a hotly contested uh, matchup here and almost had a playoff atmosphere about it. You know, it both did, teams yeah. were desperate to get the win and it showed, you know, and from the get go. I mean, you look at the the point spread and there, I mean, and there wasn't really a lot of room to breathe you know through four full mm -hmm. quarters in that fourth quarter 38 to 38 is what you know each team was able to score as far as points go in the fourth and lo and behold the Spurs just found found a way to win you know and they scored 13 points in that overtime quarter uh, compared to Washington's 10 and there you go Jeff the the rest is history the Spurs get a three-point win against the Wizards 146 143 and behind some great uh, heroics from one DeMar DeRozan. I'm like, DeMar DeRozan Absolutely, yeah. came to play, man. I was like, wow, dude. I mean, Spurs fans should should really be proud of uh, what DeMar DeRozan was able to do in that, you know, throughout the game and especially during the overtime period. Yeah, you, you, you cannot talk about the game versus the Wizards without talking about DeMar DeRozan. 37 points, as you mentioned. He also had 10 assists for San yeah. Antonio. He pretty much paced the Spurs. And what you liked about him is... When White went down with an injury, again, more on that in a while, uh, you really saw DeMar DeRozan step up his game. He became very aggressive. He was going to will this Spurs team to a win. 
we can we finally dispel the rumor or the stereotype that he is not clutch because he's been very clutch this season. Matter of fact, he's one of the best clutch shooters in the league, uh, statistic wise. All in all, he was he top took five, this, I believe, Jeff. Right? Wasn't yeah, he in the yeah, top five? Yeah, yeah. He he uh, made sure to uh, pat himself on the back afterwards, uh, saying that he does consider himself one of the best finishers in the league. But my point is. DeRozan's heroics again uh, proving to be very valuable for this team as the stretch run is here, Joe. I think they have what like 12, 11 games left on the schedule. The season's Ooh, ending very, very fast. Yeah. And yeah. with the pace that the Spurs uh, season is going, every other game, you know, you blink and the season's going to be over. But you look at what else happened in that game. DeJounte Murray, if it wasn't for White's uh, you know, injury or even DeR- DeMar DeRozan's play, I think the star also could have been uh, De- DeJounte Murray. 25 points and a career-high 17 rebounds. And you you see Keldon Johnson with 21 points, Rudy Gay with 17 points. Patty Mills stepped in, and I know he hasn't been playing that great, but he still stepped in late in the game and knocked down some key shots. Joe, let's talk about the uh, help that DeMar DeRozan got. Which player stood out for you in that um, that game outside of DeMar DeRozan? Outside of DeMar DeRozan, you look at your OGs that are coming off the bench. You know, yep. and I'd like to say two OGs here. You have Rudy Gay and Patty Mills. You know, Patty Mills had 11 points. Rudy Gay had 17. You know, you're you're getting what you need out of your bench. And especially... You know, out of your your two OGs here and, and Patty Mills and Rudy Gay, mm-hmm. I know Spurs fans feel a certain way when they're both on the court together, but look what happened in today's game. I mean, not today's game, yeah. the prior game well, last night uh, against yeah. the Wizards. Yes, they uh they did what they needed to do to to help this team get the win. You know, without mm-hmm. a productive bench, this could have easily gone the other way, you know, and you gotta hand it to the OGs. I mean, they stepped up and they contributed. So Regardless of how we feel about them, they do have value, Spurs fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, De- DeJounte Murray was uh, very quick to compliment the uh, Spurs vets, Mills and Gay, after the game, saying they're real pros. They understand what it's that it's a make-or-miss league. And night in and night out, you have to bring it and find ways if the ball's not going in the hoop. Uh, he says that tonight they made big shots and they played well. Yeah, I mean, Murray's noticing the uh, the value of veterans like Mills and Gay, but you look at what the Spurs did collectively now. They got more physical as the game went on. I think that was really good. And they got aggressive on both ends of the court. We noted uh, DeMar DeRozan being very aggressive once White went out. You saw DeJounte Murray as well leading the fast break, uh, pushing the ball, pushing the ball. And and you also saw Kelton Johnson, no shot here, just really attacking that rim. Joe, sometimes this Spurs team doesn't really come out like this. Is that a concern for you when you know, even by Popovich on admission saying that, quote, it took us a while to get lathered up. In other words, it took a while for him to get the energy. You think that's something they have to correct as the uh, season is coming to an end and the play-in tournament is right around the corner? I think that's something that they're actively uh, trying to go ahead and figure out and correct here because you're liking the both the energy and the effort uh, in their last two games. You know, you had the Wizards and then you had the game prior to that as well. You want to see him continue that trend. You know, you can't come out flat and hope to win, especially at home where they've they've had their issues. And let's face it, you know, at home, they've looked horrible at times. They just come out flat. They fall behind early trying to play catch up, you know, and again, you know, make it interesting the third quarter, fourth quarter. But they just don't have enough juice down the stretch to get the W's at home. 
on the road, they seem a little bit more relaxed. And for some reason, that energy is almost always there on the road. You know, it it's either going to happen in the first or they fall behind a little bit, but then they figure things out and go on a run. I just want to see him, you know, be a little bit more consistent in terms of that effort. And I think this, you know, turn that we've seen over the last couple games is a good turn. It's a good trend, you know, that they're going on um, by giving that energy and that effort and really, you know, making a concerted team effort to try to play four full quarters. And the the effort is showing. I'm sure that Coach Pop and the coaching staff in particular are happy with the production that they're getting out of the team as a whole, you know, because we can't really blame one particular player, you know, if the team does not win. It's not one player's fault, Jeff. It's the team as a whole. And right now it looks like they're trending in the right direction. Yeah, they're seven three in the last ten games, and you look at some of the numbers here. Uh, not only what happened against the Washington, but just overall in the last few games. So let's take a look at some of their streaks they have right now, Joe. Uh, they have three consecutive games of less turnovers than their opponent, so they're valuing the ball uh, in recent games. Uh, they're winning on the road. They got four uh, road wins straight. So yeah, that proof that you know they play better on the road is is is, is exists. I mean, even Demar Derozan after the game said he did he can't put a finger on it. That for some reason they bring it on the road. But Joe, this is very interesting though. They have three games in a row having uh, more assists than their opponent. And here's the thing: they're getting a higher free throw percentage in three consecutive games. I bring that up because a lot of Spurs fans are saying like, "Well, what's going on?" You know, the the refs tend to lean. Uh, against the Spurs and they're calling all the fouls against San Antonio but when the Spurs do go to the free throw line they're out shooting their opponent from the charity stripe Joe any of those stats stand out to you This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Now, Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join the conversations about the league, in this case, the Spurs or the NBA. You'll find fans just like yourself on the Locker Room, watch parties, for debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find Locked On hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. I'll be joining the app soon to be sure to get started, and I'll meet you there. Go download the free Locker Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Now, to be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, pick a league, uh, and you'll get all the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues, and I can't wait to join you all on the app, and I'll be sure to let you know once Locked On Spurs Room is live. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Well, you know, you got to... Love the trend, especially as you just said right now. Mm-hmm. Being able to knock down your free throws. That's that's important, you know. The and little if, things, right? It's all those little things. Knocking down free throws. Being able to, you know, kind of play better interior defense. Kind of helping block out your guys inside the paint. You know, you want to limit your, your, the other, your opposing team's, you know, second and third chance opportunities. And I think the Spurs have been doing a little bit better in regards to that. You know, you might not get as many calls on any given night as the other team 
But if you can go ahead and knock down your free throws, you can make things interesting, especially if you're playing against a team who notoriously isn't a good free throw shooting team. You you got to get what you can give. You know, you, you get what you can get at any given time during the context of a game. Free throws are one of those things that and it, it can make or break you. And we've seen that many a times this season, Jeff, where the Spurs have lost very close games and it could have been, you know, the difference would have been a free throw made here or there. So it looks like they're kind of uh, learning from their prior mistakes and we're seeing a better overall effort and a better team, I think, as the season's starting to, you know, come to a close here. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting, though, Jeff, what's going to happen when they have that play in tourney? You know, to me, that's going to be yeah. the real test for this team. I think they're up to the task right now. It looks like everybody's just gelling together right now at the perfect time. Joe, one other little quick number before we get into the heart of the show is that in the last five games, they have less fouls than their opponents. So they're playing a clean game. They're, they're not giving uh, opponents uh, opportunities at the at their, the uh, charity stripe, excuse me. Uh, so that bodes well for San Antonio because let's face it, you know, they got to minimize the mistakes, the fouls. They got to minimize giving opponents opportunities, sending them to free throw line. Joe, overall, they're definitely clicking at the right moment. Um, although, should we pump the brakes a little bit, Joe, knowing that in the next few days, it's about to get real. The schedule is going to really spike up with the competition level. I think this is going to be a, a big test. I know we're saying, oh, it's going to get real. We, you know, let's see what this team can do. I think this team is believing in, in themselves right now, and they can match up great against anybody in the league if they play up to their potential. I, I think they're seeing a, a change right now in the dynamic of the team. And they're believing in themselves. And that's a powerful thing. Once you start believing in yourselves and it translates to everybody that's out there on that court and they really want to go ahead and play to the best of their abilities, they can mix it up with the best of them. And I think, you know, the schedule that we're seeing right now is going to be a true testament to the character of this particular San Antonio Spurs team. Mm -hmm. They've had their struggles in the beginning of the season, but now you want to finish this. You want to finish the season strong regardless of what happens just go out there and do the best you can and i'm excited i'm I'm really excited jeff i want to see how they're going to be able to hold up you know against this tough schedule absolutely and again for the spurs to weather beals 45 points uh westbrook's triple double you got contributions from everybody you know we mentioned um kelvin johnson gay and mills you saw yaka pertle being yaka pertle you know really just like a rock for san antonio in the paint and yeah, yeah, overall, you know, good win for San Antonio, a much needed win. Every win's going to count now because they're in the thick of things as far as positioning in the playing tournament. It's pretty much a far gone conclusion that they're in the tournament. Is that right, Joe? That they're going to land in that playing tournament. It's just a matter of where they land. They can go as high as seven or as low as ten. I don't really, I mean, barring any type of bottoming out, they because the Pelicans seem to be already toast for the season. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, they're in the play in tournament. It's just a matter who the, uh, who they're going to face, Joe. Yeah. You know, at this point in time, you you don't want to be a Spurs team that's going to start the play in tourney on the road. You you kind of want to have some type of an advantage. And if you can play on your home court, hopefully that would be the 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 turning tide, you know, so to speak, even though they haven't played great, you know, in, in, at their home court in, in the AT&T Center in front of the the home crowd. 
you never know. Maybe that'd be an advantage uh, for the San Antonio. I don't know, Spurs. Joe. <laughs> Did you, you really want to call know, it an man. advantage? <laughs> Stranger things have happened, Jeff. So can, I don't know. Can we, we play in the road? Be. Yeah, we could. We um, could. Yeah, but I don't know if I want to play against Golden State per se on the road. You know, uh, Steph Curry can get hot at any given time, Jeff. And uh, if we have to start the the tourney I, on the I road think, against. I think with, with, I think with Curry, it doesn't matter if you're playing in San Antonio or in San Francisco. If he gets hot, it's game over. I mean, for the most it part. It is, man. But I think he's going to play to that home crowd. And you kind of want to get any little advantage you can. You know, hopefully he has an off night. You know, we're playing him regardless of where we're at. But yeah. you also have, you know, the seventh and eighth uh, seeds there. They're going to battle as well. And you look and see, okay, well, one of these teams wins. Who are the Spurs going to match up better with? I I kind of say at this point in time, I'd rather they probably play maybe the, the trailblazers, you know, I, I don't know if they match up too yeah. well against the Memphis Grizzlies that, that youth seems to bother them, you know? So uh, it's going to be gonna a tough, be tough out no matter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. It's going to be tough no matter who they face, but the playing tournament and who they'll face is definitely for another show, but otherwise uh, the Spurs get that W congratulations to San Antonio, much needed win, but 500, uh, what are they? 31 and 29 now, Joe. So, and they'll next face the Miami Heat, you know, the team that dropped its zone on them and just busted up San Antonio to the point where they just got crushed in the second half. Well, DeMar DeRozan said the team would be ready for that zone defense that Miami's likely to play in their next game, which will be on the road. Yay! On the road, Joe. I'll take it. All right, let's go to shift gears now and talk to what, uh, you know, the, perhaps maybe the bigger story uh, coming out of the game versus Washington this Derek White. In the third quarter, he was on defense, went up for a block, came down awkwardly on his right ankle. It turned. It turned pretty bad. It was like in the shape of an Eljo. I mean, that's how much it turned um, when he was landing from going up for the block. He tried to get up on his own power, and he did. Limped, collapsed back to the floor. He was slapping his hand on the court. Uh, considerable pain. Good news is, is that as he exited the court and was going into the locker room, yeah, there's a video of him walking under his own power. Um, so that is a good sign. Nevertheless, Joe, after the game, Popovich did say that it didn't look good when he was asked about the injury. Uh, the players, Murray, saying that he hopes it isn't as bad as it looked, uh, that they're praying for him, that they're going to need him. And, you know, but Joe, just get your initial thoughts. We saw the video. We know what happened. If White is out for an extended period of time, remember, just with 12 games left, how is this going to impact San Antonio? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for all auto and body parts available from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, tail lamps, carpet, motor oil. Pick something that you need for your vehicle and it's right there at RockAuto.com. You'll be able to choose the brand specifications and the prices you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are going to be reliably low. They're not going to be um, hiked up for, you know, you see for professionals or just do-it-yourselfers. You're going to get the same price that's always low, so don't go spending up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you? You got an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, 
The baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week at Bet Online, they have tons of sports actions on the go as the NFL draft is on, and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. You get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Now, before you uh, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or your mobile device, before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all this great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head on out to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts, and use promo code LOCKEDON. Oh, man, it, it can be a, a very impactful thing to happen with San Antonio because... Let's face it, you know, Derek White was playing really good basketball. You know, we we could really use his defense out there mm-hmm. and his shot-making ability. You know, he was hitting the three. He he was doing all the little things that you like out of uh, one of your guards, you know, and it seemed like he was playing really good out there alongside one DeJounte Murray as well. You know, so losing him at this juncture, it hurts us, no doubt. You know, you want any, any advantage that you can get coming here down the stretch and losing Derek White, while it is a big blow, it also gives the opportunity for maybe some of the youth uh, to step up here and get some experience and let's see what they can do, you know? So you have that as well. But man, losing Derek losing Derek White the way we did with that high ankle sprain, you just mm-hmm. feel for the guy. I mean, how many injuries can he have in one given season? Breaking your toe twice, you know, and now you have to, mm-hmm. to deal with this ankle uh, injury. So, I mean... I'm sure it's frustrating for him and as as well as it is for for Spurs fans. I just pray for him to have a speedy recovery at this point, Jeff. Yeah, he's like snake bitten or something, just jinxed. You know, the toe they put surgery some this, on him or something, man. Yeah, and for those of y'all who do not uh speak Spanish, Joe's pretty, pretty much talking about like witchcraft. There's just some witchcraft on him. Um you got the toe surgery, you got the re-injury of the toe um in a different location. Yeah, the same toe, just a new injury on the same toe. He's out for that. And he got the COVID, as Joe was talking about right now. You know, by the time he gets his legs and he gets going, he, it was there. He was finally turning into the Derek White that we all expected him to be. And then he gets this ankle injury. And again, as of this recording, the Spurs have not released uh, the severity of the injury, nor if he's going to be out for X amount of time. But th- from the looks of it, you know, and the way the Spurs are very precautious, wouldn't be surprised if he's out for about a week or two. Joe, let's look at some of the numbers. And what's really hurting right now is what he was doing in just the month of April. This is just the month of April, Joe. 18.8 points per game, 4.0 assists, 47% shooting from the field. And this is going to be really sorely missed for San Antonio. 37% from the three-point line. Joe, let's face it, he's going to miss those games. It's going to happen, knowing the way the Spurs are going to do it. But who is the guy that's going to have to step up? Which player are you looking at down that bench saying, you know what, we're down a man, you got to step your game up. Who's that going to be? Oh, man, it's going to be tough. Um, I, I don't know, Jeff. I Really, at this point, it, it, I'd have to say it. it's going to have to be some some of the youth. You know, Maybe they're going to go ahead and – 
put in maybe, I don't know, Devin Vassell or somebody, you know, give them some run and see what they can do. Um, and that's going to be, like I told you, really interesting to me to see how these young, how this young core, these young players are really going to respond to this. You know, I mean, the team needs somebody to step up. Let's see who's uh, who's up to the challenge. You know, to me, that's mm-hmm. it's an exciting time. You know, this is what you live for. This is what uh, why you play sports, you know, for to spin storylines just like this. Uh, it's very dramatic. You know, I wouldn't have it any under, other way uh, being a San Antonio Spurs fan, because we I think we've gone through the gamut of emotions this season, Jeff, more right. so than we did last season. I mean, it's just been one of those up and down seasons having to deal with what happens on Spurs Twitter after every loss, you know? So um, it's going to be, to me, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. And I'm I'm sure it's going to be exciting for you as well, because you're going to have so many storylines that you're going to be able to spin and put out for, uh, for the Spurs zone or, you know, since you're you're one of the lead writers there. So it's going to (laughs) be a fun time for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. it just really sucks, you know, to see um, White go down, and he's he's gonna he's very vital for the Spurs uh, this season and beyond. He just signed that extension in the off season. You know, he's locked in to be a Spur for quite some time, and here we go again with his injuries. And you just hope this isn't that he's not gonna be one of those players, Joe. You know, you don't know talk about injury prone. You hope this is just kind of a one off season thing where, you know, it just yeah, it happens to everybody. You know, and that's exactly what Popovich said after the game, saying that, look, injuries of this magnitude happens to every team. All they can do is just move forward. But, Joe, you look at the win over the uh, Wizards, and, yeah, maybe they're riding a wave of emotion. But do you expect to see his loss in the next games? You, like, meaning, like, you, you expect to feel the team's going to feel his absence against Miami and then moving forward, Joe? Yeah, they are. You know, when you have the – the better teams, you know, in the East that you're going to be going up against, you're going to feel that loss from from one of your veteran players. There's no doubt about it. You know, um, we're just going to see how this first team is going to respond to that adversity um, and see what what the other teams are going to wind up doing against us as well. You know, in the absence of one Derek White, you're going right. to miss his leadership. You're going to miss his defense. You're going to miss his point production out there on the court. Um, so it, it kind of is a setback for the Spurs, but at the same time, like I was saying, Jeff, it, it gives them an opportunity to really show the, the character of this team, you know, and what they're made of. I, I know Coach right. Pop in the past, you know, he he's hasn't even had to say anything because of the leadership mm-hmm. that was out on the court. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Maybe Patty Mills, you know, takes the helm and says, yeah. you know what, guys, let's pull together. Let's finish the season strong. You know, I, I want to be in the locker room. Patty out there. Yeah, I want to hear what Patty Mills has to say. You know, I want him to pump me up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I look up at it in that roster and I say, okay, who's going to step up for the uh, team? And, and uh, I would turn quite out it. And my first thought actually was Lonnie Walker to step up his game uh, with White if there's a player that the team's looking to give more of those minutes to uh, in White's absence. Uh, you know, overall, he's been inconsistent. Maybe that's part of him not getting the consistent minutes, but now he'll have that opportunity. Uh, it, it, we've seen him before step up when players are out. Demar Derozan, you are caught earlier this season, where he had uh, multiple uh, twenty-point uh, plus outings when Demar Derozan absence. So, all in all, I think Lonnie Walker is that guy to go to. But yeah, I think the Spurs are definitely going to miss having White 
on both ends of the court. It's really going to suck. But uh, if there's a team that can find a way to pull it out, would be your San Antonio Spurs. So we just hope that at this point that White gets better as the um, the games tick and the time moves away. Because they're going to need them in that playing tournament. When you're going up against like a Curry or, or you may have a Dame Lillard or John Morant, you know, those type of players could be in the mix. You're going to need his defense, those charges that he brings, and just that energy and that hustle. And, of course, uh, Derek White. But... With another setback, it may take a while for him to get going again. That's something to keep an eye on uh, when he does return, hopefully sooner than later. But we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the uh, Spurs win over the Wizards? And your thoughts on losing Derek White, who will possibly out for an extended time. Hopefully he'll be back sooner than later. I know right now it's probably looking bleak. But cross fingers, that is not as bad as it looked. Uh, you can follow Joe on Twitter at Two Shots Podcast. And make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And whether it be uh, Odyssey app, Stitcher, Google Play, it's all there. So for Joe Garcia, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Mm-hmm.